Lately, you've been thinking that you should get more plugged in, do something that connects you with other women, but the choices seem underwhelming. Networking events are dry, always. Cooking classes are expensive, apparently, and rock climbing club just seems like a lot of work. If only there were a way to meet some women who you can talk to on a consistent basis while drinking a fancy mocktail and discussing all the books that you love. Hmm. On this week's episode of the Friend Forward podcast, I'm sharing my interview with Mackenzie Newcomb, founder of the Bad Bee Book Club. She started it a few years ago when she just wanted to talk to somebody, anybody, about the book that she'd just read. Fast forward, and now that club has nearly 200,000 members. Yeah, you heard that right. Sometimes in our quest to find the latest and greatest social excursion, we overlook what's right in front of us. Book clubs, I always say, are a secret weapon for creating friendships because, well, you meet consistently and repeated exposure is necessary to friendship building. You have a generally pleasurable experience as you come together to talk about reading, which is fun. And finally, you get to know people on a deeper level as they start by telling you how much they hated the protagonist in this week's book. But then that turns into a full-blown therapy session as to why the main character reminds her of her sister and they've never been close and that's why her friendships are so important to her. And uh, the vulnerability that happens in a book club is something special, man. Okay, let me just tell you. And I love book clubs so much that at one point I was in three. Three. One was for women of color, one was for teachers, and one was for business owners who met in a fancy high rise and ate charcuterie. And at the time, I couldn't even spell charcuterie, but I digress. But lately, I've been in the weeds writing my own book and haven't had much time for a book club. Well, until now. Drum roll, please. Here at Front Ford, we are launching our own book club. This brand is growing so quickly, and I am so grateful for the way that God has expanded this group, but something's been missing. We have this weekly podcast, we have our personal coaching sessions, we have events, but we haven't had a space where women who are intentional about friendship can meet up with one another that we facilitate. This facilitating a space where women had an opportunity to take all they were learning from the podcast and then putting it into practice with other women who just get it. So if you love to read, or even if you don't, but you want a consistent meeting group, then join our virtual book club right now by visiting betterfemalefriendships.com slash book club. And then stay tuned to the end of this episode where I'll share with you our first book selection and read a little bit from it so you can feel the vibe and you can go and buy your own copy. So while you go and do that, let's jump into today's episode where Mackenzie will give tangible tips For a woman who's on the fence about joining a book club for friendship, and a few tips for the woman who's feeling bold enough to start her own. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, I got you. I'm your host, Danielle Byer Jackson, a friendship coach, speaker, and author. And when it comes to the joys, complexities, and misconceptions surrounding female friendship, I am here to help you through it. created this amazing, impressive community. And I'm sure that you've seen that community is such a buzzword right now. And I see people slapping that label on things. But when I look at what you've got going on and what you've built, you really have facilitated and coordinated this really great community. So tell us about the book club and how it got started. 
Absolutely. So I started the Bad Bitch Book Club in 2018. I had previously done a year on my blog of a personal challenge where I was going to read 50 books in one year. At the time, I was reading an average of about three books a year. So it was incredibly ambitious. Uh, but when I started doing it and started posting about it to my Instagram, a lot of people were like, I want to join in this 50 book challenge. And so the next year I was like, well, I'm reading all these books and I have nobody to talk about them too. It's just going into the void. So why don't I create a book club? So I have people to talk about the books that I'm reading with me, no intention of making it a business or anything like that, because that would be a very silly way to go into starting a book club, uh, saying this is going to be my livelihood. Like that would be absurd. It's, it's not how it worked. So I created this book club and within three months, we had enough people through word of mouth, um, telling their friends that we had about a hundred members. And I could not believe that I had a book club with hundred members. And at the time it was just one, a Facebook group and an email that I sent out through Gmail, uh, over the years, it, you know, it grew to about 500 members by the end of 2019. And we had a thousand members, January 2nd, 2020 the pandemic happened people are desperate in desperate for social interaction. We decided to start making our book club discussions, not just threads on Facebook, but also virtual meetups. It would be anywhere from 10 people attending to 75 people attending at any given time. Uh, and we realized pretty quickly that it wasn't about the books. It was about making friendships. Since then it has evolved into uh, regional meetups all over the country. We have meetups in Boston, Chicago, New York, Houston, uh, Indianapolis randomly really big bad bitch book club branch. I've never been there, but they have a lot of people that meet up to, you know, meet up breweries, do book swaps. Um, and I run retreats all over the country for women. So we just did one in Santa Barbara. Uh, we did one in Asheville, North Carolina, uh, Nashville, Tennessee. We did one in Northern Maine, whitewater rafting, but there's people actually going out and having fun and bonding it it means so much that's amazing that's amazing and I'm going to ask you a little bit more about how you know it's formed different uh friendships that have kind of like splintered off and these women are doing their own things which is great but first I want to touch on um the the beautiful thing I think about the origin story and that is your objective was not to start something big and for women who are listening who are like very inspired by this and they're already probably looking it up on Instagram and all the things I want us to take a lesson from what it is you've done. You didn't say, ooh, what if I started this really huge, massive club and got all these girls involved? It was, man, I really wish I could talk to somebody about this thing that I'm doing. And what I'm noticing for you know some women I work with or women who DM me and things like that is sometimes they feel overwhelmed by the pressure of making friends. Very recently, I was talking to um, a client who's in her late 20s and she said, I feel like a failure because my goal is been to create healthy, mature friendships, quote, and I'm not doing that. And we got to talking and I realized this is the goal, the banner she's walking around with every day. And it's so big. And we realized that friendship begins with rapport and rapport mm -hmm. begins with hello. And you helloed this book club. I just want to connect with somebody. And over time, sometimes those connections lead to real friendships. And so I applaud, you know, the noble uh, objective that you had in the beginning, which was simply to, to connect with somebody over something you love to do. And it's kind of cool to see what has come out of that. And it's so very special. And so Tommy, is were book clubs something that you had, you had been a part of in the past? And so you kind of had an idea of how to form this. Um, have you had experiences where you were in a book club and, and women brought 
brought you in or have you always just kind of had the idea of what one might look like? What has been your experiences with book clubs in the past and their relationship to you forming connections with other women, if any? Yeah. So I've been in one other book club. It actually started about maybe two months after I started my book club, but at the time my book club was really just an email <laughs> and this was a meetup in real life book club. And I remember when I was invited to join it, I felt so honored. I was like, <laughs> it felt really exclusive. I was like, wow, they want me to be in their book club. I can't believe it. Um, and it was, um, are you familiar with the financial diet? Yes. Yeah. So Chelsea Vagan, she's the founder of the financial diet. It was her book club. Nice. So imagine that invite. I was like, <laughs> wow. Like, you, you know who I am, like on Twitter, like this is cool. Um, and it was amazing. And we met up in real life and I actually formed really sweet friendships. We voted on, we voted on the book. I think voting on the book is kind of like very important in a book club mm -hmm. because then people feel like they have to actually read it because their voice was heard. Mm -hmm. So then they actually have to read the book. Um, and then we would vote on where we would meet up and we would do that. Each meetup would be close to someone's house that lived mm -hmm. there. Uh, and it was a really wonderful experience. I got to meet all of her friends. Um, and when I'm, I'm planning to move back to New York in November, I already know a book club that I'm going to join in real life there. There you uh, go. Run by a really fabulous woman, Emma Benshoff, who used to work for um, Penguin Random House and now is with Meta. And she does these really cool themed book clubs. And I've already asked if I could be part of it. Um, but I definitely think it's the secret sauce as far as making friends go. First of all, people that read books are usually pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the good ingredients, uh, friendship ingredients that's almost like embedded into book club is the conversation part. And I know so many people, I roll at small talk and I think small talk has a purpose, but it almost expedites the process of becoming friends because, and I'm sure you've seen this where, you know, you're reading the book and then I might not know anyone in this room, but I'm excited to talk about why I hated this character or love this character, or she reminds me of my mother or my brother, you know? And so already we're launching into personal connections and this book has kind of acted like the springboard. So hundred percent and back to personal connection, like you just said, I always try and make sure there's at least one question in my list that asks people to reflect on themselves and their own lives and how it may pertain to the book. Uh, sometimes that's not possible, you know, given the context of the book, but sometimes oftentimes it is. And that allows people to connect. So like, Hey, my life experience really similar to your life experience. And we just went like six months to a year into a friendship in one day, because we were able to talk about something mm -hmm. kind of deep. Like you were saying, it expedites the, it expedites the connection. For women listening who are either thinking, oh gosh, like maybe, maybe it is time I joined some kind of, of group, specifically a book club, or for those of you who are, you know, more, you know, leadership style. And you're like, Hey, I feel like I have the skills to coordinate something like this. I would say for anyone looking to start a book club, I think the sweet spot is somewhere between six to 11 people in your book club. Um, wouldn't no, go why do you say that? I think that six people is how many people you need in order to have meaningful conversations that answer like every question in your roundup. Cause not every mm. single person is going to have something smart to say. And I think bigger than 11, first of all, who has a house that can fit more than 11 people on a couch, <laughs> right? Um, and any bigger than that, I just, I think it turns too quickly into a party and it's not quite meaningful enough. And I mean, 11, including yourself. So like no more than 10 people. And especially considering the fact that usually a handful of people aren't going to be able to make it every time. And you don't want less than five people at your book club. Um, and you don't want, you know, you don't, you probably end up with about eight people if you had 11 people every single time. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do it 
would be to invite a friend who reads and ask them to invite a friend who reads and tell them they can invite a friend. It doesn't have to be all people you know, because I think most of the people who come into my book club, they don't have friends who read. And that's why they join a virtual mm. book club because they can't find the people to start one in real life with. Um, and this is a great way to make new friends because what better way to make a friend than the referral of another friend. And you're only with someone for maybe two to three hours. So if they're not your best friend, if you don't love them, like that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. that's okay. That's you so already good. have a common thing to talk about. You have this book. That's right. The big thing. I mean, you don't have to worry about the awkward conversation because at the very least you can be like, so what do you think of our protagonist? Right, right. That's an easy end. That's an easy end right there. I, I love that. Um, that's so good. And again, it, it focuses too on not putting so much pressure onto, okay, if I join this book club or if I lead this book club, you know, I hope they'll all be my friends. I think that's a, a very nice sentiment, of course. Um, but if we're like grounding our expectations into realism, if we're prioritizing connection first, man, I just want to have a good conversation about this book. That's enough to lift your mood for the day. Um, there's, you know, research uh, that says that we just need one meaningful connection a day for um, our relational health. And so I know a lot of us, we put a, a big expectations on having a bunch of girlfriends and all 10 of those girls are going to turn on our best friends. And I think that's a nice picture. Um, but if you leave with just a really good connection and a cherry on top might be, you know, forming your subgroup within that group. So maybe you enjoy um, being a part of this community once a month or whatever it is, but you really vibe with like two or girls and those become your people and that's fine that's to be expected um so i love that you're kind of like touching on the specific numbers that you think give you a nice chemistry um that is that is really interesting so you mentioned something about icebreakers and questions how do you help to facilitate a conversation so for women who want to coordinate this or for ones who want to attend one but they're not sure if they have to kind of put a bunch of conversation starters in their back pocket how are you facilitating this as a leader as people join the book club, when they come and they introduce themselves and they come to their very first meeting, we ask them, you know, to tell us, you know, who they are, where they're from. And then, and this is also when we start retreats, I'll come up with a breaker, like what was the last book that you quit in the middle of, you know, what was the last book mm. you didn't finish that you started or <laughs> who's your book, uh, boyfriend or girlfriend? like who, cause we read a lot of romance in my book club. That's kind of our thing. So, you know, who's your book, who's your book boyfriend. And that's like the ultimate, like people are like, Oh yes. Like he was so hot. Like I loved him. Like, of course these are fictional. They don't have pictures. We don't know what they look like <laughs> when we were at our Santa Barbara retreat and some, this, you know, preschool teacher from Oregon was talking about this, like, do you know what smut is? Yes. Yeah. It's like this, like smut she reads, it's like mythological retellings. Like she immediately, this other woman like, in her forties and like a producer in Hollywood was like, oh my God, I love that series. And the two of them were just bonded. Like I never would have picked the preschool teacher and the Hollywood executive to be besties for the rest of you one of them's literally double her age. That is a great example of staying curious, I guess, like allowing yourself to be surprised. And maybe that's another, you know, bonus or advantage of coming to these groups is because the one thing that's going to bond you is, hey, I love books and I want to talk about them. But to your point, I don't know if this is going to become like an intergenerational uh, friendship. I don't know if this woman, you know, and I think we sometimes as adults, 
uh, people always ask me, you know, like, what are some, why is it so hard to make friends as an adult? And there are lots of, you know, things that make it challenging. But I think one of them is ironically, we know ourselves so well. And we're like, oh, I know what kind of people I vibe Mm. with. And that's the filter you're like, that's the lens you're looking through. So maybe you don't guess that you might become super tight with the woman who's like got 10 years on you, you know, or maybe you're a fun life, single woman, and you become besties with a woman who's got like five kids with the minivan and, you know, and, and being a part of these groups, you know, facilitates an opportunity to be in an environment where we can allow ourselves to be surprised. Is there anything else you feel like is worth mentioning in terms of, um, facilitating a group like this, especially when it grows as large and impressive as yours has, or for a woman who's on the fence about joining something, but she's not sure. You don't need to reinvent the wheel with the questions, but you should have questions prepared. If you're starting the book club, you are in charge of making sure that discussion moves smoothly and you don't have to come up with them on your own. For almost every single book, there are reader discussion questions that the author has come up with with their publishing house already available to you that are better than any questions you're going to come up with. And you can tweak them. They're free for you. They're made for book club. So take them. Definitely take them. Um, Another thing, weekday nights. (laughs) Weekday nights are a really good time to meet up because there's people have less obligations on them and it should be a consistent date every single month. So like the first Wednesday of every single month is book club or the second Wednesday, the second Thursday consistency is everything because then people know when to block it off and then you don't fall off because lots of book clubs are started and a lot of them are successful for like six months or so but they really fall off but if you can keep it at the same time every single month and people know to plan for that they're going to pencil you in just like any other obligation pick books under 400 pages because anything more than that is can be really challenging for someone to finish in a month. You want to you want to pick books that can be read by people of all reading levels. Um, so I'd avoid literary fiction, um, and I would go to go- Goodreads or Storygraph. Those are like two like are you, I don't know if you're a big reader, mm-hmm, but they're like, mm-hmm. um, they're the two big rating sites. And make sure the book has at least a 4.0 on either of those um, sites because that says to me that people are going to at least like the book. Because I don't know about you, but when I pick a book and people don't like it, it hurts my feelings. Oh I didn't write it. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> but if it's a 4.0, they're going to at least think it's okay. There may be one or two people that don't like it, but most people will at least enjoy the book because it shows that the general public has uh, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing, if you're planning on starting a vert virtual book club and virtual book clubs can be great because, um, it's super accessible. So like we have a good amount of disabled folks that are in the bad bitch Mm. book club. Um, and that's because we're free, we're easy to attend because of our virtual events. Um, and that's great. Um, if you're going to do a virtual book club, the internet can be an amazing place and also a really scary, horrible place. Uh, it's good to have an outline of what your values are as a club. Actually thrive in a space where we like know what the rules are. So, I mean, essentially they're boundaries. And so I feel like we can operate more freely when we can see what's out of bounds. Now we can play the game because now I know, you know, and with our friendships as well, you know, currently I'm, I'm writing a book titled fighting for our friendships and there's come, you know, there's a lot of, um, you you know, space in there dedicated to how to set a boundary with a friend and establish the norms. And with the right women, they are hungry for that information so that they know how to love you well. And the same thing goes for the book club. I, you know, we want to have a good time. And so here are the parameters 
of having a good time. As long as we operate in this space, we can, we can do our thing. And so I love that you're touching on that because I don't hear people talk about that often. And that's so, um, so important. Um, I'm, I'm so impressed by you. I'm so impressed by what you've grown. And I think I, I have a deeper appreciation for what you're doing as I hear I mean, I can hear your heart for the community and I can hear um, your passion for reading. And I, I feel like those things are enough to just, you know, continue to grow it. And I feel like women can hear that they're attracted to that. And that's why you've had so much success. And so are there any last like thoughts or words of encouragement that you want to give women who are listening, who are really like digesting all of this right now? Uh, I would just say that the best thing you can do for your mental health at this current moment is pick up a book. Mm. <laughs> and, and so there, is, this is really something that can double up as a way to make friends and also a way to help you cope with the world that we're currently living in. Uh, there are so many spaces to find these book clubs. You know, there's Bad Bitch Book Club, but there's also Literary League, the Stacks Book Club. There, These book clubs are all over. They're popping up everywhere because everyone's starting to realize the value of community through books. So tell us where can we find more about what you've got going on? Absolutely. So you can find us on Facebook or the bad bitch. We're bad bitch book club. Uh, we're the one that has about 19,000 members. Hopefully by the time you're listening, 20,000. Um, and you can find us on Twitter as well as Instagram, all of which are bad bitch book club. Um, and then you can find me on TikTok. I'm at Mac and style. I talk about books. I talk about fashion. I'm a little bit all over the place. Thank you so much for, for what you had to share today. Oh my gosh, Danielle, thank you so much for all of your fabulous advice on TikTok. I feel like you are already my friend um, <laughs> and for what, for what you're doing, I think that people, uh, they should value their friendships more and every TikTok I see from you is another epiphany. So I really appreciate you having me on here. You're so welcome. Thank you for being here. All right, ladies, as your new official friendship coach, here's your homework. Listen closely. I want you to either ask around or go online to see if there's a book club that has been formed that meets regularly near you. If not, then selfishly, I'm going to ask you to consider joining our book club at betterfemalefriendships.com slash book club. And I want to share with you right now our first selection. It is These Impossible Things by Selma L. Lordani. And let me read for you the description just so you can see if it's something you're interested in. And let me just say, even if you're not, Remember, the goal here is to be in a space among other women that you see regularly, that you can chat with and kind of practice exercising the, the muscle of vulnerability if it feels good to you. That's the ultimate goal. But the conduit for this experience is book club. Okay, so let me read you the description. Um, you can find this on Amazon.com. You can buy the book through um, our link on the website. But here it is. It's always been Malek keys and jenna against the world since childhood under the watchful eyes of their parents aunties and uncles they've learned to live their own lives alongside the expectations of being good muslim women staying over at a boyfriend's place is disguised as a best friend sleepover and tiredness can be blamed on studying instead of partying they know they're existing in a perfect moment with growing older and the stakes of love and life growing higher, the delicate balancing act between rebellion and religion is becoming increasingly difficult to navigate. Malek wants the dream for her partner, community, and faith to coexist happily, and she wants this so much she's willing to break her own heart to get it. Keys is in love with Harry, a white Catholic man who her parents can never know about. When he proposes, she must decide between her future happiness and the life she knows and family she loves. 
Jenna is the life of the party, always ready for new pleasures, even though she's plagued by a loneliness she can't shake. Through it all, they have always had each other. But as their college years come to a close, one night changes everything when harsh truths are revealed. As their lives begin to take different paths, Malek, Keys, and Jenna, now on the precipice of true adulthood, must find a way back to each other as they reconcile faith, family, and tradition with their own needs and desires. These Impossible Things is an ode to youth and female friendship and to all the joy and messiness that love holds. If you haven't noticed by now, all of the books that we'll be reading have strong themes of female friendship as triumphant or dysfunctional or as broken or as necessary, but the theme will always um, be around female friendship obviously, right? So go get your copy and join us. I hope that you do because I would love to be chatting with you consistently every month together, mocktail or cocktail in hand. It's going to be a good time. So until then, you know that I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.